Hello and welcome to the 25th installment of Two Women, a Movie, and a Microphone. My name is Anna. And my name is Carrie. This was a pretty ho-hum week for the movies. There wasn't too much in the theaters to speak of and nothing much going on on the news front, but we still did manage to get to the movies. And for me, the highlight of the week was on Tuesday when I watched the trailer for Iron Man 3 over and over and over again. (laughs) But we'll get to that a little bit later today. Um, First, we've got a few little tidbits um, of things coming up, uh, starting with Clive Owen, going to be in a comedy. (laughs) Yeah, Clive Owen is generally not linked to comedies. I mean, he's he's stuck pretty close in his career to, like, action and drama. Um, But he's never really done a lot in the comedy, you know, genre. So this could be interesting. It could be. Um I mean, I think he has done stuff where he's been... Funny. Funny? Yes. Yes? yes. Um, he's just never really been in, you know, a movie that I would just consider, like, really funny. I, I mean, Shoot 'em Up, that was pretty funny, but I don't think it intended to be. Um, but, you know, I'm interested to see... I'm interested to see what he does with comedy. Yeah, yeah. The movie itself is... Uh, it's a... Oh, gosh, I can't remember what the name of it was. But it's basically about he's like a uh, philandering husband. Husband. And yes, and um, it's about someone, a a teenage kid who's uh, blackmailing him. And (laughs) (laughs) they haven't cast the part of the kid yet. Right. Uh, It's called The King of the Castle, um, which (laughs) you really get a feeling that there's going to be quite a bit of uh, comeuppance kind of happening in this (laughs) maybe the king will be dethroned (laughs) yeah probably a good Uh, but yeah i i think it sounds um interesting um i mean really there's nothing to go on just by that yet there's really no plot points or anything but just the fact that he's doing a comedy i don't know i'm intrigued by that right kind of branching out and he's a very very good actor so i'm Mm -hmm. sure he'll be wonderful Yes. No matter also, what it does. wonderful to look at. So, <laughs> that does not hurt. <laughs> even if the movie sucks, the ticket price will not be uh, paid in vain. <laughs> no. <laughs> we know what um, priorities are. So anyways, I don't think there's any real um, updates so far on, you know, when this is planning on filming or anything right. like that. But hopefully we'll hear more about it uh, in the coming months. Yep. Um. Next up, uh, we've kind of got a couple James Bond updates. Since that's coming out in two weekends. Woo! Woohoo! <laughs> I'm trying to decide if I should go at midnight or not. <laughs> nope. Uh, we, as we have discussed before, I, I am know. way too old for that, and I can't well, stay Well, and maybe I way. shouldn't, just in case it's another Quantum of Solace, because that one... <sighs> Was a little hard to get through, um, <laughs> and if I'm going at midnight, I might fall asleep. Did you see that one at midnight? No, I saw it at a regular hour, and, and I it found, was I found mm, it a little tough to get through. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I realize I'm gonna have to do like a. I'm gonna have to rewatch those two before I go in because I haven't yeah. seen them in so long. Although I am, I'm glad that this this next one. It sounds like they're really like moving away from that plot line. Yeah. And that was interesting. Cause one of the things, one of the articles we came on was, yeah. So Skyfall sort of breaks with, whereas like quantum of solace 
left off exactly, you know, right where um, right. Uh, Casino Royale left off, but the Skyfall is sort of a different, They, it's totally different. Um, but the next two movies, they've, they haven't obviously written them yet, but um, the same guy who wrote Skyfall has signed on to write the next two movies, and apparently they're going to be linked somehow to quantum of solace sort of like continuing that storyline uh, no, to, to skyfall or to was were they going to be linked to oh, skyfall maybe you're right i don't think they're being i think they're trying to get Let as far see. away from possible as uh, uh, from quantum of solace oh okay i guess it says that i guess the article is unclear Okay. It doesn't. Okay, you're right. Yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I inferred that, but that's it. Doesn't say that. Um, it's really that they're writing two screen plays, and they're most likely going to be related, right? Because right. which is what they did. Which I, you know, and I actually really like that. I, I like that they did it. I just didn't like how the story um, yeah. evolved. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, honestly, like, I, I the beginning I, was so cool. How you were basically, you know starting off right where the last one left off they just couldn't keep up with it i I, honestly i haven't seen it in so long i don't really remember um Mm -hmm. i don't remember disliking it that much but i do remember being disappointed yeah i didn't dislike it a ton i just um it it didn't it didn't build as much on um casino royale as i would have liked it didn't really have the same momentum you know casino royale was so awesome and amazing fast and yeah i mean yeah. it was just i think constant movement and yeah. this one with um quantum of solace it just seemed to meander a little bit more it wasn't quite as um tight yeah yeah i think i think um casino Royale just raised the bar so so high mm-hmm. and then quantum of solace just couldn't quite reach that bar no um it just it tried but it, it wasn't it couldn't quite meet it i'd have to no. look watch it again to really remember but I do like the idea of having them having the two movies linked yep. because most Bond movies are pretty standalone and that's fine. But I do also like the idea of them there being a little bit of continuation. Mm-hmm. So obviously there's no details at all about this, but um, yeah, <laughs> it should be good. And it says, I mean, it's written by the same guy who wrote Skyfall and apparently, I mean, Skyfall, it's been getting really awesome reviews. So I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, so that oh that was that's the, our first bit of Bond news, and yep. the other one is that um, Idris Elba has been meeting with the producers, uh, you know, to sort of figure out who the next James Bond is, because right. um, you know Daniel Craig technically still has two more films on his contract, you know, if he stays for both of those. But... It sounds like he's going to, from stuff I've read. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I yeah, I haven't really. Yeah, I obviously do too because I love him. Mm-hmm. But they're kind of trying to figure out who's going to be the next right. Bond. Uh, and apparently, Elba is on the short list with people like Michael Fassbender, Hugh Jackman, and Tom Hardy. I love um, that short list. I was just going to say they could pick any one of those four and I, I would know. be perfectly happy. Yep. <laughs> I fully agree. Um, I, I love, I love Idris Elba. Yes. Um, yes. I don't know if too many people saw this, but there was a um, BBC, mm. um, like, 
show. I mean, it's a show, but it's like, I think it was like six episodes long for the first season yeah. um, where he's a cop um, who's kind of like, is that Luther? Yeah. Luther. Um, yeah. So it's not like he's like a bad cop, but he, you know, does things that are maybe um, bending a lot of rules and crossing a lot of lines. Um, but I, you know, I was so impressed with him um, in that series. I think the first, se- the first season I think was six episodes and then the second was like four. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're doing a third season or not, but um, you know, he, he can really um, carry um, yeah. a good he's, story. So he's got some acting I, chops. yeah, I mean, I think he would be an excellent bond. Um, I don't really know if I've ever really seen him in an action role. Um, most of the time, you know, he, he wears a suit really well. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and that's kind of how I, I picture him. So, I mean, he can definitely pull off the, uh, the wardrobe. Um, but like his physicality, I'm not sure, you know, where that is. Oh, I think he's very, I think he's, he's very well. Yeah. I mean, he's fit, but I haven't seen him running and jumping on a lot of stuff. Let's yeah, just put it that way. That's true. But, um, uh, yeah, I think he would, I mean, I think he would be an, a great choice. Yeah. I mean, there obviously is the, you know, the race issue. I mean, he's black, mm-hmm. so that would be different. Um, this article sort of, uh, hinted... although I think it's kind of funny that, you know, like, yeah, I'd be different, but it's like James Bond is like such an evolving character, you know, know. With so many different people playing James Bond, like, is it really a James Bond or is James Bond the job and that, you know, whoever is in that position, they're James Bond. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I think, um, that something like a comment on that article we read kind of said this sort of the same thing. It's like, it kind of becomes a point when James Bond is kind of just a name to a certain extent. And it's Mm -hmm. it's sort of about the type of movie that he's in and that type of, I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, it kind of like reminds me a little bit of, um, like, I guess not really like Jason Bourne, but like, you know, in the Bourne identity, you know, Jason Bourne isn't actually Jason Bourne. You know, that's, that's, a persona that his that you know basically like the government gave him yeah so it's kind of like getting to the point like that with james bond where it's like okay like james bond is a name yep and he, what he really just to. signifies is sort of like you know a suave sophisticated right. british spy, spy. who's yeah. hot and like does awesome things right you know to me anyway i right. would i mean yeah, I think it's about more how the the person embodies that sort of exactly. Um, yeah, I look don't think more it... than anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, they kind of said they kind of wondered if this if if it would be like a reboot, but I don't. I didn't really I understand don't think that it would be a reboot. But I didn't really understand that because wasn't Daniel Craig wasn't that Daniel kind of Craig a reboot? Daniel Craig was the reboot. That's yeah. what I, I mean because that's when they like kind of took it back to the origins and right. Got Unless dark they're going to completely gritty. change the world of James Bond again, yeah. I don't think we can consider it a reboot. And yeah, I I was like I don't think it's I don't know. yeah it would be a, yeah. it would be definitely be a branching out and I right. I 
I would love to see it happen. But the thing mm-hmm. is, too, is Elba is 44. And right. if Bond does do two more movies, um, who you know, that could be five or ten years before that's finished. And even five or ten years before it's finished. And then they set up the next, the next mm-hmm. you know, episode. So he could maybe even on the age list be too much out of it right. by the time. I, but, you know, as much as I love Michael Fassbender, he is such a little man. Um, <laughs> I can't really see him <laughs> in this, you know? Honestly, I love Michael Fassbender. But I do he, too. I, I, I love him like crazy, but he is. He's creepy. a little bit, honestly, he's a little bit a uh, pretty boy. He is. He's very pretty. And like Tom Hardy would be awesome. Yeah. He's very rough and tumble. You know, right. honestly, I don't. And I, you know, I love Hugh Jackman, but he is Wolverine. <laughs> Right? <laughs> like, I don't, you know, I mean, I would be perfectly fine with him as James Bond, but he'll always be Wolverine to me. No, no, you're, you're not, you're not wrong. Um, Someone in the comments mentioned Chris Payne and I was like, that'd be great, but it won't be him because he's American. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I could see Chris Payne because he, there's a little bit of like, he's handsome, but also like, um, Chris Pine hard as you know, like a hard attractive. I don't like him or- because of the five head. But that's just the me. what he's got oh. a giant forehead. <laughs> We've right. discussed this before. It's distracting. And I have forgotten it because I don't agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny. Yep. But okay. Tom, be... Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy is then we have yes. cast the, <laughs> we yes. cast the next James Bond. <laughs> Congratulations to us. <laughs> High five. <laughs> Do you want to call him up and give him the good news? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they'll love our input. On that. I know, right? <laughs> hey, we were very influential podcast, Carrie. I know, right? <laughs> so many awesome listeners. I know, right? Come on, <laughs> you can you can lobby with us, <laughs> Tom Hardy. <laughs> oh, funny. Well, let's uh, all right. Leave leave the world of uh, James Bond behind and uh, get into what we saw last week in the theaters. Yes. Um, we both went to one movie, and Anna went to a second movie. Um, that's mm. one of the joys of living in a large metropolitan area <laughs> that gets movies before the rest of the world. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, we both went and saw Alex Cross. Um, I I don't want to overstep here, but I'm pretty sure I can say for the both of us, it wasn't a movie that we loved. Nope. I liked to the best way I know how to sum to sum it up is that it was a master class in overacting. <laughs> I think that would be a, a very fitting description. Well, it you know, it, it was directed by Rob Cohen and I don't think we can ever <laughs> accuse him of making a masterpiece. No, we cannot. Um, <laughs> and to be fair, you know, this is the third Alex Cross movie um, that's come out. Um, mm-hmm. The first, I think, was Kiss the Girls, and then the second was Along Came a Spider. Um, I I hated both of those. Um, <laughs> I, I am intrigued by this idea of Alex Cross, the character, but so far his stories... Um, I do not like them. I, I tried to read Kiss the Girls. I never finished it. Did not like it. Um, so I'm I'm thinking 
I may be ready to give this particular franchise the boot. It's walking papers. Yep, <laughs> I'm done with that. So, have uh, you read? Have you read any of the books? Just kiss the girls. Okay. But I never even finished it. I only got about halfway through. Oh, so you can't even finish the book. No. Okay. I, you know, James Patterson, I know people love him. Like, he sells shit tons of books. But he also writes a lot of torture scenes, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not someone that's, like, particularly, like, disgusted by much of anything, but torture is really my my button. Um so nope. I didn't really like reading that too much. Um, nope. And this movie, to be fair, this movie had torture, but they did not show what was going they on. They didn't. I was um, a little bit. I was a little bit nervous about that because we all know how I feel right. about torture and violence. But I was kind of nervous that it was going to be because I knew it was sort of a torture theme. Right. But I, I sort of gambled on the fact that it couldn't be first of all probably couldn't be as bad as savages and <laughs> that is the james patterson and what's the rating i mean i is it um pg-13 yeah and it's yeah, so and I I knew, mean, yeah it wasn't gonna be that yeah bad. and i was like it's pg-13 it's not gonna be you know and so and it was a fine like in terms of violence it's fine there really i have wasn't. to say though like savages didn't really bother me that much but my <laughs> biggest issue is fingers yes um like no lie i can't even hear about people doing torturous things to fingers um can i without it like giving me shivers and turning my stomach that is my biggest okay issue and this movie had fingers fingers and okay can i just tell you i watch um syriana no don't talk about that one i've never watched it i'm never going to watch it no you shouldn't because it has to do with fingernails i know <laughs> I, I heard all about it once and i was like i'm never going to watch this movie. no it was it, yeah i would agree fingernails and eyes fingers and eyes yeah are kind of my two my two things yeah um and yes the yeah. other thing was I was really disappointed with Matthew Fox. Uh, yeah, he was terrible. I don't know if it was just like the way his character was written or the way it was directed right. or what, but it he was like ridiculous. He was the, he was the number one over actor. In oh my God. He totally was. Oh my gosh. Oh, he really was, ruined it for everyone else. I know. And it was so painful. It was so painful. And it, it started... <laughs> The minute he walked on the screen. Yes. I mean, the the instant he came on, it was horrible. And I was honestly like, because Anna, you had seen this before. I was going to it and you had made the comment about the overacting and mm-hmm. I almost didn't go based on that. Didn't. But then I decided I would go. And the minute he came on, I was like, shit, I made a mistake. <laughs> I should not have come. The, the thing is, though, as much as he was horrible... I really liked Tyler Perry. Yes, has bad. I thought he did a great job. Absolutely, as horrible as Matthew Fox was, I think uh, Tyler Perry really helped balance it out. Yes, because he was. I mean, yeah, I think he. I think the way the role was written required a bit of overacting, but I think he was the most nuanced about it. Like it was yeah. the least offensive. Yeah, um, and I mean, I really, you know, that's the thing. I, I think. As a whole, you know, this really kind of being one of his first movies that wasn't really, like, a Tyler Perry production. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so he wasn't really leading the you know, leading the charge with the movie. No. Um, I I thought he did a great job. Um, I thought, you know, his you know portrayal of the detective trying to um, come to grips with making you know kind of losing faith in his own judgment yep. and um and his you know like mental skills yeah you know i i thought he did a great job with that um and also he did a pretty good job with the with the few action scenes that they had in there yeah i you know i i said th- yeah i you basically kind of said it i think he did he brought a little the new what nuance there was right. he brought it and yeah he i've always kind of wondered if he was a good actor but mm-hmm. it's so hard to tell um, when you're when you're in your own show, running your own show right. all the time, like how good you really are. So I find him to be a very interesting person. Just you know, with his like upbringing and then yeah. his um, you know his amazing success. And I mean, clearly, I, f- I find it very fascinating because you can't get that successful without you know just really working your ass off for yeah. it. So I, I, I kind of you know I I admire his success in I, what he's been doing, but I'm you know I mean it's not necessarily for me um no well and i've been glad to see him do other stuff i yes i agree i have some friends who really hate him and Mm -hmm. like boycott his movies and won't see anything he's in like won't give him any money and i I think you know society is very divided on how they view his movies um you know whether he's like pandering or (laughs) right showing the true african-american experience giving you know certain african-american demographic what they want to see blah blah yeah i you know and i think that's all i'm i'm not a big fan of his stuff i think it is i don't yeah i mean first it's not obviously it's not made for me and like i'm not going to enjoy it but also i don't appreciate how he like portrays women and all that fun stuff however not to mention i I cannot stand seeing him dress up as a woman. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> but you know what? You pull him out of all of that. Right. And he's really not a bad actor. So no. I'll get, I'll give him that. Yeah. Can I just say that the part I laughed the most in was the, uh, the German, the German guy. that they were Oh my gosh. He was like the most stereotypical. Oh, he was like awful. German. Oh man! Oh my gosh! Every time he was on, he was and he like, was so idiot. whiny and like, ugh. It was like if you could imagine, just think of like a stereotypical German like bad guy, and that that's pretty much what he did. Yeah, that's what he did. And, and don't think of um, a stereo when you think of a stereotypical German bad guy. Please do not think Die Hard because that <laughs> bad guy was badass, but this one was not. It's sad. It's yeah. sad. Um, and also, I was just I was kind of, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of stuff I was disappointed with, but the ending was very anticlimactic to me. Yeah. Because all it was, it was just this big-ass fight scene, and that was it. It was well, like, there was you know, no, like, talking was, or No, anything. I mean, it just sucked. And I, you know, I was two curious guys wailing on each other. Yeah. Well, I was curious about the book, and I was reading the synopsis of the book. Mm-hmm. Totally different from this movie. Oh. In the book, he's older. Um, his wife has been dead for a long time, and they never caught the person who killed his wife. And they never knew who did it. Hmm. Um, they had theories that it was this guy, and then, like, it's years later, and you know, like, 
murders are happening with the same M.O. as, you know, these ones that were happening when the wife was killed. And so then he's, like, trying to track down this guy. And I'm like, that sounds so much more interesting to me than this movie. Yep. Why on earth did they mess that up? (laughs) Yeah, I... Yeah, who knows why they make decisions like that, you know? They make... Yeah. Yeah. But... So what, what what would you rate? How would you rate it? Um, you know what? I'm I'm probably never gonna watch this one again. Um, no, I, I'm really I'm gonna give it a one. <laughs> oh wow, I'm gonna give it a two okay. because I did. You know, Tyler Perry was I'm, I was I was impressed with him, and I do think there are certain people who will enjoy this type of movie. Yeah, like, I agree. You know, I could I could see your mom. You know, if she if she was into violence yeah, and stuff like that, maybe. <laughs> I, I have to say, I I can't believe we both didn't touch on this, but oh. both of us had the worst theater experiences watching this My, movie. oh my God, my audience was a nightmare. Mine, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily consider my audience like a complete nightmare, but oh, mine was. it was beyond weird. And <laughs> I just didn't know what to think about it. Like, first... I get in there and the theater is not that busy. I went to a matinee on a Friday and a woman comes in and sits right next directly to you. In, no, but directly in front of me. Oh, come on. In a practically empty row. Ugh. I'm like, lady, you couldn't have sat one to the left or one to the right. You needed to sit directly in front of me. Oh boy. Did you move? No, I was oh. there first. <laughs> and then there was um, a guy that I couldn't hear talking, but he must have been talking um, behind me. And another guy turned around and kind of like in quite a rude tone of voice was like, hey, if you're going to talk, take it outside. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa, OK, so this is the way this is going to be. And then as the movie started going on, I would have people like audibly making noises when things would happen. Like there was some gunfire and someone was going, Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> and, um, are you sure that, are you sure that guy, wasn't your mom? <laughs> my mom's not that bad. <laughs> there was another guy in the front of the theater who was saying stuff like, ah, shoot him, kill him. And then he would make guns out of his hands and go, shoot, 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 shoot at the screen. <laughs> Um, and then at one point he stood up and just stood <gasps> watching the movie. What? Yeah, it was very weird. Um, so weird. It was so weird. So yeah, that was, that I, was an interesting thing. I had, okay, first of all, there was, there was a baby, a legitimate baby Ugh, crying. Yeah. Event, they took that out. So luckily they took that out eventually. Um, a phone went off. Uh, there was a guy in, in front of me who probably took out his phone every 10 minutes or so and checked his phone. Ugh. I don't know what he was doing, checking the time, checking for messages, but clearly he was too busy to be right. at the movie theater. Uh, the lady next to me, everybody in the theater was just very vocal and a <laughs> lot of like, oh yeah, oh yeah, just yelling <laughs> at the screen, you get him. Oh, and you know, like being upset when things bad things were happening. And the lady next to me kept saying over and over again, oh my stars. Oh, my stars. Oh, my stars. And then at the very end, when they're beating each other up, she's like, punish him. Punish oh, my him. gosh. <laughs> and then 
other people in the theater too were doing like, yeah, you beat him up, beat him up good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I was like, you guys are kind of ruining this for me. I'm not going to yeah. lie. <laughs> and then they like once at the very end, like once it was all done, they like started clapping and I'm like, oh my God. Or why are, no, why are we clapping? I hate the clappers at the movies. <gasps> okay. It's, it's, I am less judgmental of people who maybe do it at the end of the movie. Okay. Sometimes you just can't help yourself, but like in the middle, I, no, I, it was, it was a bad, I was terrible. <laughs> That's horrible that they're clapping in the middle. <laughs> I know. I don't appreciate at the end, but damn, I don't appreciate it in the middle. I know. And there's like, there's no reason to clap. It wasn't that good. You know, seriously. Yeah. So yeah, that was, um, <laughs> maybe, I don't know that certain to me, certainly for me, that definitely, uh, decreased my enjoyment of the movie. So hopefully you'll get a less right. weird audience. <laughs> um, okay. So I saw, I also went and saw middle of nowhere and it is, it was, it's an independent film. So mayor, the, I heard about it. They did an, an interview with the, uh, director on NPR that I heard about. I was like, Oh, that sounds kind of interesting. And then I saw it was playing at like, the regal cinema which is like the mainstream cinema and i was like oh i feel like i should go support it at the big theater because <laughs> i feel like that will you know it needs it'll mean more if people are seeing it at the big theater so it's like i decided to go see it and it was this is probably one of the best movies i've seen all year it was such a quietly moving film and it's a little hard to like describe what it's about but ba- uh, the basic is that it's about this, you know, this young woman um, who's she's in medical school and her husband is in jail and goes to jail. And she decides to quit medical school while he's in jail to kind of like be with him and support him and be able to go visit him when he's in jail and that kind of stuff. And it's kind of and he's supposed to be there for eight years. So it's sort of like her figuring out how to deal with this new type of life and just kind of coming to terms with herself and trying to figure out what to do with her life. Like, should she keep on this path? And then something happens about halfway through that kind of makes her question her commitment to the husband and like really question her relationship and like what it's all been built on. But it's really, I mean, that's sort of like the basic story, but really it's just sort of about this journey of this woman who is trying to find herself and it's a very quiet film. Like it's very contemplative. You know, there's not, it's, 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 there's a fine line between being, um, being slow and plotting mm-hmm. <laughs> and being uh, meditative. And I think it, it, it went that line very well. Um, it, it, it walked that line very well and it was more meditative to me than anything. Um, I was just reading some reviews of it and, this one person said, yeah, it's a tough minded story of change that happens in almost imperceptibly tiny increments. And the, and and that's exactly what this movie is about. And it, and the movie does such a great job of sort of showing these incremental changes. And I think the reason that that works is because the main actress is so amazing and they just did such a good job. And I don't, I don't even know how to say her name because she's, has a very interesting name, <laughs> but she was beautiful. She was so gorgeous. It was sometimes distracting, but she's, that oh, was amazing. So 
it's you know it's not action at all like there's no action but at the end of the movie i was just i kind of started crying a little bit and then like i could not stop like i I don't even know why but like i couldn't stop crying (laughs) (laughs) so if you have an opportunity to see this go the acting is amazing and if this doesn't get nominated for some big awards i would be shocked um director and and acting because it was it was amazing so yeah if it comes to it comes to your town don't miss it because you and i don't think you'll regret it so i honestly i'm gonna give it a five okay uh because i i loved it so and normally you know we don't I don't like to talk about movies that we haven't seen or like that you don't, nobody knows about, but I just like, it was so good. I couldn't not. (laughs) All right. So that was our weekend. What we saw. Yep. We saw some previews. So first I saw a preview for broken city, which honestly I hadn't even heard anything about it. I saw it. I watched it online like a few weeks ago. Yeah. I hadn't seen it up, but it's, uh, who is it? It's um, Russell Crowe yeah. and Catherine Zeta-Jones and Mark Wahlberg. Yes. And it's like a um, crime drama. I, well, I don't even know. Well, like, it's crooked, like uh, crooked politicians. Uh, Russell Crowe is like the mayor of a city. Um, I don't know if they're like in New York or where they are. Um, but he wants to find out if his wife is cheating on him. So he asks. Mark Wahlberg, who is like a cop, to follow her and get him proof that the wife is cheating. But then he gets the proof, and um, Russell Crowe has the guy killed. And there must have been some, there's some sort of event that happened where um, Mark Wahlberg's character did something shady, and Russell Crowe has like proof of it. So he basically has or thinks he has Mark Wahlberg in his pocket. So it's kind of, um, sounds like it's going to be kind of an interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Film about (laughs) corruption in the city and (laughs) Mark Wahlberg Mm -hmm. cleaning up the streets. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, I like Mark Wahlberg. I like Russell Crowe. So optimistic. Yeah. I'm not, I'm kind of not like overly excited about it, but I'll see it. I don't know. I'm like, I'm sure it's going to be no departed. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's hard to be a departed. Yeah. Unless you're departed. Yeah. I, I'll, you know, it depends on, I can't say, oh my God, I can't wait for it. But right. You know, if yeah. there's nothing else out that weekend, maybe I'll see it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the other aforementioned yeah. awesome trailer this week was <laughs> the Iron Man three trailer. And, yes. um, I have to tell you, I, I literally watched it like over and over and over again, um, just because there is so much happening in this trailer. It it really does. There was, she put up a link to, um, like basically like a, a, the trailer breakdown and you almost kind of need it because like it, there's so, and it goes so quick. It's like scene, 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 scene. And it's just like, you can't even absorb it. You almost have to watch it that many times. Yep. Um, so the breakdown is done with screen caps and has little, um, tidbits, uh, below each screen cap. Um, but I, you know, it looks like this is going to be a real, like, dark film. Um, things are not going well with Tony Stark and Iron Man. Yeah. Um, it, it looks like, like, you know, so I, I don't know, um, 
Stark like goes some uh, shady stuff is going down. Yeah. It, um, Iron Man goes goes dark. This yes. is like this is the dark the dark part series you know movie. Yep. Of of the of the set. I which I'm I'm excited for. Um, we all know Harry Potter got awesome when it went dark. So yes, it did. I'm you know if I if I had to make a, a judgment right now based on this trailer, I have a feeling this movie is going to be awesome. Oh yeah, I would agree. Yeah, you know, and I'm kind of glad because I I do love the other two, um, mm-hmm. but they were a little bit. I don't know. It'll be well, interesting like, to see. I definitely love the first one more than the second one. Yeah, I agree. So I'm really hoping they really have just stepped things up and that this is, you know, going to be the best of the three so far. Yep. yep. Um, it makes me nervous, though, that something bad has happened to Pepper. Yeah, um, I would agree. Because the last time you see her in the trailer, well, I mean, first she appears to be kidnapped um, and the villains, uh, how awesome is this? They're pa- played by, um, Ben Kingsley yeah. and, uh, Guy, uh, Guy Pierce. So yeah. this is, you know, excellent Star casting for the, cast. yes, for the villain. Um, but the last you see Pepper is as Tony's house is being blown up and, yeah. um, the two of them are like thrown backwards and then the house like slides into the ocean. So I... I'll stop watching if they kill Pepper. I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. Yeah. No, um, I, I don't, I would be surprised if they kill Pepper, but I'm certainly, I, have, I feel yeah, like they're I going to put don't. her in um, dire straits. Right. Yeah. And then I you hope know. Tony gets her out and then they live happily ever after. Yep. That's I think the way it'll go in my yep. head, no matter yep. how it happens. <laughs> no matter how it actually ends. <laughs> 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 I like that. I like that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, this weekend, um, there's actually quite a bit out in theaters this week. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's getting close to Halloween, and a lot of stuff just seems too scary for Anna or I to go uh-huh. see. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I have to say I'm a tiny bit intrigued by, I would never see it, but I'm intrigued by the um, the Silent Hill trailers. I've always been kind of like... I've been a little bit intrigued by them. Yeah. I mean, I'd never see it. it. It's way too scary for me, but, um, it's also only at 13% at, um, Rotten Tomatoes. So (laughs) probably not going to be any good quality. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So yeah, no, there's not going to be any, uh, there's not going to be any scary movie seeing that's this. That's one of the reasons I really just like Halloween is all the scary stuff, you know, scary movies, scary shows, like, Blech, guts yeah. and gore crap i don't like it i don't mind nope. the costumes and i love fall but i don't it's not my yeah. favorite holiday no. <laughs> I would have are you doing worry. anything for halloween um not really uh although i am dressing up at work as my as, hogwarts student that's that's what i thought that's a awesome costume and i don't want it to go to waste nope. um but yeah that's about it i'm not really a halloween partier no, I don't have a costume this year, and I don't have a party to go to, so I'm like, meh, that's fine. If I had a costume, I'd find a party, but mm-hmm. I don't, so I don't. I'm not going to. Yeah. That's fine. Like I said, not my favorite. <laughs> um, Yeah, so, oh, yeah, so this, but this week, the ones that are coming out are uh, Cloud Atlas, of course, is the big one, and then Chasing Mavericks is yep. probably the other one. I mean, I'm not really excited about either one of them. Um, right. But I feel a little bit of obligation to go see Cloud Atlas because my roommate, my old roommate, um, loves, loves the books. So I have to, I, I feel like a tiny sense of like, I should go see it just to uh-huh. see 
you know how how it is so huh. i can report That's so i can report back to her i was on twitter um and somebody was tweeting that like they wanted help finding out should they continue reading cloud atlas because so far about every 12 pages they fall asleep (laughs) (laughs) i was already feeling i you know i don't know i i I was feeling a little like i don't know if i want to see this or not and then to hear that i was like oh no oh maybe not (laughs) well my friend shannon loves it like she she loves this book Mm -hmm. um so i don't know i kind of feel like i want to see for her but i honestly i'm kind of going it with the same mindset like if when i went and saw like the fountain or if i went and saw like tree of life something like that like honestly that's kind of like the the mindset i'm going in is gonna be a little bit like i don't know highbrow yeah i don't know the only reason i even want to see this is because tom hanks who i love is in it and um that's like pretty much the only reason um oh, that's fine mm-hmm. ever since the matrix i haven't been all that excited about the wachowskis <laughs> so and, and i mean ever the matrix ever- one i do not mean the matrix two or three so it's been a long time since i've been enjoyed one of their movies yeah yeah and i ever since Halle berry's done anything she's ever done i've never been interested in seeing yeah. her so <laughs> yeah. well, part of me wants to watch it just to see if you know, to see how she does. No. Um, but the other one is Chasing Mavericks. And that one is getting kind of mediocre reviews. Right. But I do love Jared, Jared Gerard Butler. And I this this movie seems to have potential that he actually it could actually be like he could actually be good. It sounds you know? like it's still going to be a pretty like formulaic movie. Um. And, you know, some of the reviews that I read said, you know, it doesn't really um, do justice to its its inspiration. Um, I'm sure it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, because it, it is based on a true story, and um, apparently it's just not really stacking up at all. Uh, yeah, no, that's pretty much what I, I don't expect it to be. I, I, I'm, I wouldn't go in with very high expectations, right. you know. I'd just be like a semi-entertaining movie, right. you know. That's pretty much what I would go through. So, yeah. you know, Gerard Butler is very hit or miss. Like, he's been in some really good mm-hmm. stuff, and he's been in some really, really shitty stuff. Right. So he, I think it could go yeah. either way. <laughs> I, I, I do hope, at least, if the movie sucks, that he will be good, and that I will enjoy watching. Agreed. Know, watching that. Um, and Agreed. it sounds like the surfing scenes are really good. So I, yeah. hey. I, I enjoy watching surfing. I think it's really amazing watching that so i mean i'm at least excited to see those scenes uh yes i would agree yeah so i think that's probably that's pretty much it yeah yeah so i think that kind of wraps up our show this week Uh, thank you for tuning in you know follow us on twitter we're two women one movie the number one and two and on facebook which is facebook.com slash two women a movie and a microphone everything's spelled out enjoy your weekend at the movies